This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. First on the line, we have Bill O'Reilly. He's a journalist, author, television and radio host. He also has a show here on WABC Radio every night. Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly, 9 p.m. He's also a very prolific author, about, what, 20 million books sold. His latest book, Killing the Legends by Bill O'Reilly. It profiles Elvis Presley, John, Len- John Lennon and Muhammad Ali. And how many weeks now has it been on the bestsellers list, Bill O'Reilly? I've been five weeks now, Lydia, and uh, hopefully we can keep it on another 55. There well, you go. Now, okay. Bill O'Reilly is more worried about is New York City going to survive? And uh, there's so much crap going around. Bill O'Reilly, what's going on in New York? All right. So I followed this um, crime summit over the weekend and, uh, you know, gave it my simple man analysis. So why wasn't this crime summit held last February? Why did they wait till the end of October? And the answer to that is Democrats are now worried they're going to lose the governorship on November 8th. That's why. Because the same dynamic that was uh, plaguing the subway system was in place last February. Was it not? People get No, it got worse, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know how much worse it got. Um, if you look at the crime stats on the subway, they've been going up, yes, year to year. Um, but the volume of crime, it's, you know, not a dramatic rise. It's not like these people were caught by surprise in October. They knew this was a problem. Um, Hochul and Adams knew it was a problem in February, but they decided not to do anything about it because – they don't really want to solve the crime problem, in my opinion. They're more interested in social justice and uh, treating minority criminals in a way that they don't wind up in prison. That's what this is all about. Bill O'Reilly, I agree with you 100 percent. I was very, very much disappointed with the conference they had, uh, Governor Hochul and uh, and Mayor Adams on uh, on Saturday. You know why I'm disappointed? They said they're going to give 1,200 police officers that are already tired uh, over time. For how long? Well, I'll give you my opinion till after the election if they win. Yeah, and and what happens? And David Dinkins, uh, and this came up last week. I think uh, Governor Cuomo brought it up, and uh, Judge Weinberg is yelling about it. That David Dinkins hired, made the governor, Governor Cuomo at the time, was it Governor Cuomo at yes. the time, uh, and, and speak of alone to hire six thousand new cops that the state paid for, in in Washington. Uh, help pay for uh, Mr. Weinberg. I mean, six thousand new cops versus giving twelve hundred cops overtime. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of crap. Go ahead, Weinberg. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. First of all, it was Peter Valone's initiative. It wasn't David Dinkins' initiative. Let's let the record be clear on that. Number two, it was a surcharge on the income tax. So who was and- Peter Valone's counsel? Some Jewish guy named Weinberg. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the fact is, it was Peter who pushed it. Dinkins went along with it. We had uh, Mario Cuomo went along with it. We had a reasonable city council led by Vallone. He had a reasonable state legislature. We got it through. Led it by George Bruno. Right. right. And it was a surcharge on the income tax. And it worked. And we got the cops on. And it gave Rudy Giuliani the army when he came in. 6,000 new right. cops. Bill Bratton had the army to make the, the fight. 
And that's and that's now, the true historical. Twelve hundred cops that are tired and can't arrest anybody because the the, the criminals go home before before they finish the paperwork. Well, but that, John, that's exactly the point. You see, you know what the failure of this so-called conference was over the weekend. They're leaving untouched all these bad pieces of legislation that the left-wing state legislators pushed through, and that Andrew signed. Bill, okay. Bill O'Reilly, you're, it's up to you now. Okay. So I think that everyone understands that the governor and the mayor will not solve this problem. So how could you solve it? To be fair, how could you do it? So you have Randall's Island. What's going on on Randall's Island now? You got that big city there to house migrants, right? So... There's about 3,000 units, beds, and there are about, what, 18 people there? (laughs) Migrants aren't going. They're gone. They're wherever they wanted to go. So that's already there. So all you have to do to stop homeless um, and all of the other social problems that lead to chaos, a lot of these subway criminals, are homeless, they're riding the trains. They don't have anywhere to go. So they ride the trains and then they get intoxicated or they're mentally ill, they put a knife to somebody's throat. So all you would have to do would have the NYPD round up these people, put them in vans and take them to Randall's Island for observation and keep them there for three or four days or five days, whatever it may be, until the city physicians could take a look at them and then see what kind of shape they were in mentally. You with me so far, everybody? Uh, I'm I'm with you. Agreed. And we all agree with you. Okay. But here's the kicker. The homeless people don't want to do that. Why? Because you cut them off from their narcotics. Mm -hmm. They can't get the dope. It's all about drugs. This whole thing is about drugs. The homeless, the crime. Yes. The uh, quality of life deterioration in the streets, the beggars, all of it is about narcotic addiction. You take those people off the street, put them in vans, take them to Randall's, they're not going to want to go. So what do they do? They disperse. And that's exactly what they did under Giuliani Bloomberg. They dispersed. They weren't visible. They weren't doing these things in public because they did not want to go to Rikers. Now, the progressive left would never do the Rikers thing. But you could do it on a humanitarian basis to say you can take those people off the streets, physically take them off, bring them over there for their own good to evaluate their mental health status. I guarantee you they would vanish. They don't want to be isolated. Either they vanish or they should be uh, put in mental hospitals and and taken care of. You can't, you know, you can't throw these people on the streets of New York. And the the people that suffer is the eight and a half million New Yorkers that live here that want to live here peacefully. And yeah, you know who else loses that? You know who loses the customers if those if you put those people in hospitals? The drug dealers lose their customers. 
So uh, is Albany politicians supporting doing that? Yeah, that is not an easy thing to do. Confinement in a hospital. You have the ACLU all over you. Okay, you have no support from Albany or from Adams. They will not support it. That would be almost impossible. But you could use this transit thing in Randall's Island for that very purpose. Bill, this is Pete King. Play. What basis would the cop use to pick them up? Putting them in hospital would be very hard to do. Bill, I think it's a good idea. What basis would the cop use? Could they just pick up somebody uh, who's not committed a crime? Public safety. Public safety ordinance. If you look at the ordinances of New York City, whenever there is a public safety threat, but how would you the define that? Can remove the, the guy threat. throws a guy off the subway. Well, that's that's clearly. But I'm just saying, of the three thousand, how many are going to be you doing use that? A, you use the state mental hygiene law if you're a threat to yourself or to other people, but and I, you use that as a basis. Yeah, how do you define the being a that's threat? Right. That's all I'm saying. Somebody, the leadership of our city and our state has to have the courage to say, screw it, we're going to do that. To who, though? That's who. solve the problem. And that's why they have to be voted out on November 8th. Kathy Ogle does not want to solve this problem. All right? Because it doesn't affect her. It affect, I, I went to the Yankee game on uh, Saturday night, Grism. Oh. I went Sunday night. I'm still miserable. Right. But I got a good look at the Bronx, and that's a borough I don't get into that all that much. And I got a good look, about an hour's look, and I cruise around. No cops. I didn't see any. They're too busy reacting to the crimes already committed than proacting on the street to stop them. Very dimly lit, even around the stadium. You want to play games, you can play games. Pushers, they were there. Nobody's bothering them. This is the Bronx. I saw it. This is not the remedy for a safe city. And, you know, we should have a safe city campaign here led by John Casamitidis. Safe city. But part of that is taking these people off the streets. And look, when you evaluate them, that gives them the opportunity to say, yes, I need help. Please give me help. And you would then the city services would provide that help. It's not punitive per se. It's a public safety ordinance. They don't have a right to camp out on people's front doorsteps. And they are. Judge, you know the law. You know, there's nobody that knows the law better than you, Judge. And we have the privilege of having you in the studio. Tell us. Use the mental if high- I was mayor... What would you advise me? You use a mental hygiene law as much as you can. You take Rikers. Instead of closing down Rikers, you put facilities out on Rikers. The problem was because they made it a, uh, they want to a social program. They to swim for it. Right. That's a, they, they closed down the mental health hospitals. They closed them down. And they had thousands of people thrown out into the street. And the fact of the matter is there's a real linkage, and Bill's talked about this, there's a linkage between mental health and drug addiction. And you don't have enough facilities to take care of those people. So the first thing you have to do is you have to have facilities. Where can you put them? You put them in Rikers. You build up a facility. You bring out all the medical help that you need out there to help these people. That's the, that's the beginning. You don't close down Rikers, and you certainly don't put down put these people into local communities and local jails. But Judge Weinberg, but, Mayor but Adams said he's going to have 50 if hospital I was mayor, beds. If I was mayor, you would be my general counsel. 
Thank you, very, <laughs> thank you very much. I don't know if I can take the pay cut, though. Thank you. Again, we are speaking with Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly, what did you think about Mayor Adams' plan to add 50 more hospital beds? I mean, that I think, what were we talking about, 50 Judge? 50 beds? 50 more hospital yeah, two, beds. That'll take care of two blocks around what the studio. What do you think, Bill one, O'Reilly? One block. <laughs> Look, they're desperate to try to get people to vote Democrat two weeks from tomorrow. That's, that's all this is about. They don't want to solve the problem. If they did, they would work with the police and they would coordinate a bunch of state city ordinances and the city council could pass them. But they don't want to solve it. When you get to that point, you have to get rid of these people. Polka wins again. The state will continue to deteriorate. Mark my words, you got it on tape. That woman wins four years in Albany. Again, this state, you're going to lose five million people will move out of this state because she is incompetent and apathetic. Me and Peter King were at his at her first breakfast before, before, before. Yeah. she got a, she got appointed or took the oath of office. And we are very, very disappointed on what she has done. Well, I had worked with her in Congress, and she was much more conservative. In fact, when she was the uh, uh, county clerk in Erie, she wouldn't give driver's licenses to illegal immigrants. When she was in the Homeland Security Committee, she never associated with the wackos so, on the committee. So, so the wackos of the Assembly and the State Senate have scared her to death. I guess so. I can't explain mm-hmm. it any other way. And I thought she was way. a tough Irish girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know who controls that those constituencies? The Working Families Party. The okay. Working Families Party is pushing the agenda. We're going to talk about that another day because we don't have the time. Listen to Bill O'Reilly, 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock on WABCradio.com, 770 on your dial, or BillOReilly.com. Or, or uh, Bill O'Reilly, are you going to talk about what tonight? Well, we're kicking in the election coverage heavy on a national basis. Um, and we are uh, basically saying that right now, if the election were held tomorrow— It'd be a red wave. I'm a little bit worried. Maybe the red wave has peaked. We got 15 days. Keep telling the people the truth, Bill O'Reilly. Keep telling the people the truth for the 15 days. And Bill O'Reilly, I'll be listening to you today because there's no Yankee game to watch. Yeah, we'll see you uh, at Bernie's Mass on uh, St. Patrick's on Wednesday. St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's uh, Cathedral on Wednesday between 10 o'clock and 12 o'clock. And Bill O'Reilly is uh, speaking that day on behalf of Bernie, too. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.